everyone, welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. Did that boy say live? Yes, ma'am. He said all the way live from the JM Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma. Man, man, man. Y'all thought, I thought for a moment, a un momento, that you niggas was going to give me a goddamn break this week. Nope, nope, nope. I thought... After the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, I was like, that's all. That's got to be all the stupid shit that's going to happen this week, right? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Before my ass could even get out of bed, what was that? Tuesday morning. Yeah. Tuesday morning, before I could get the fuck out of bed, I hear that the police then showed up at Chris Brown's house. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, hold on, nigga. Why is the police at this nigga house at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'll tell you why. Because somebody forgot to have this nigga listen to the show that I did for Cat Williams. And if he'd have listened to the show that I did for Cat Williams, he would have heard what I told Cat, and then therefore would have possibly turned that on to what he could have possibly done for himself. Let me explain. We all remember, don't act like y'all forget, I damn sure ain't forgot, when Cat Williams was on that fucking stage out there in Philadelphia after the Beanie Siegel concert, and he launched his mighty midget ass into a crowd of niggas trying to call himself getting into a fight and got his midget ass stomped the fuck out for his efforts. Y'all remember that shit? I know I do. I'll never forget no shit like that. You, there's some ass whoopings you can't forget. I got my ass whooped one time when I was in elementary schools. I caught myself trying to be a bully. I should have known better, but let me explain. I had some nigga in my ear. He was talking shit and bumping his gun. You are whooping my ass. You dead. All this fuckery that, that commenced, this nigga was a part of. And my dumb ass fell for. Like a fucking dumb ass. That's the way I fucking felt. I fell for it. It was my fault, you know? So when the principal found out that I socked this polo Mexican boy in the face for no fucking reason... She fucked me up, and I mean fucked me up well. I can't recall having so many ass whoopings in one week's time, but yet it happened, and my ass deserved it. Am I a better person for it? Yeah. Do I still possibly drink and go through pills and shit because of it? That too, hell, that motherfucker shit was traumatizing, hell. Woman beat my ass. So needless to say, niggas from time to time, everybody need assessment. Of your situations and shit. And right now, Chris Brown ain't never went back and assessed his shit. And let me tell you what I mean by that. This, first of all, I am a realist. I have a family. For those that don't know, I'm married. I have a family. I have children. I have responsibilities. I wake up in the morning with the process of one thing and one thing only, and that's having shit to do. That's what I do every goddamn day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I got shit to do on a daily basis. That's what we do. When we have shit to do, we handling what? Our business. And when we handle our business, what that mean? We're going to be able to be all right, all right? That's what I do. I handle my business. I take care of my shit. That's what's up, right? Right? Can't nobody be mad at a nigga for doing that, right? Right? Okay. So... For me to handle my business, the one thing I need, and this, I'm noticing this light on y'all is kind of shining, kind of weird on me, and I don't like that. So I'm going to put y'all on my selfie stick, and we're going to do a little moving around. I'm actually recording this right now on the Live.me app for anybody that wants to um, 
follow us now on Thursdays and every other day that we might do recordings and shit. We're going to be right here on the app um, showing the show live for everyone. I got a couple of new followers in here. Like I said, Lil Trout, LM-37EE. I'm not reading all of that. Shorten your fucking name, dude. Uh, Uncle Sam, hello, hello, how are you doing? And to everyone else whose names I can't see, welcome and thank you for watching, listening, and now watching the Joe Moffat Show. And for those that are ever looking for other episodes of the Joe Moffat Show, please check those out on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com forward slash Joe Moffat Show. Also, you can search iTunes for the Joe Moffat Show, and also you can also um, Google it. Uh, we're also on Google Play as well for the Joe Moffat Show and any other Stitcher, um, well, Stitcher podcast. Uh, podcasting service and other podcast outlets there's my commercial there it is fuck you i love y'all thank you for listening now so chris brown when i heard the story i was like okay what did this nigga do because i i look, 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 look. i am 39 i am 36 years old i got three kids i have raised three children of my well one of my own two of my wives i've raised three children in the last 10 years. In the last 30 years, I've raised over nine children because I have nieces and nephews. I also had stepchildren and things of that nature. So, um, needless to say, the shit, you know, I, I do a lot when it comes to kids. So I know when a nigga got some shit going on and your ass is quite possibly lying or you might need intervention, you might need prayer, you could probably possibly need Jesus. I don't know what the fucking deal is, but most of the time, nigga needs some help. His ass needs some help and assessment, because I'm going to ask Chris Brown the same goddamn question I asked Cat Williams three months, well, four months ago, and that's, who the fuck is around you, my nigga? Why, first of all, fuck, they say Ray J was there. Ray J? What the Ray J, nigga, why the fuck are you relevant hanging out with niggas that's irrelevant? Ray J ain't fucking relevant. I wouldn't have that nigga sweep my fucking porch, let alone be at my house at 7 o'clock in the fucking morning. First of all, seconds of all, outside of Ray J, if you ain't in my house as my child, if you ain't in my house as my bitch, or you ain't in my house with the purpose of being there because I told you to be there? Your ass ain't got no business being nowhere in my house, my swimming pool, my living room, my garage, my front door, my dog's house. Nigga, you ain't got no business cutting my grass. You ain't got business doing shit if I ain't told you to do it. So why the fuck this nigga had all these motherfuckers at his house at all hours of night while he was supposedly, quote unquote, they say the nigga was asleep. Motherfucker, if I'm asleep, I certainly ain't got nobody at my fucking house. Are you crazy? Nigga, I'm trying to go to bed. How the fuck can I sleep and rest if I got niggas in my house? That shit ain't going to especially a nigga like Ray J. Nigga, wasn't Ray J the last motherfucker to see Whitney Houston alive and you got this nigga at your house? Why? Tell me, Lord, why that fucking makes sense? Where? Let me know. What the fuck? Then the, the polar girl, she didn't sat here and said, oh, oh, Chris Brown, he, he pulled a gun on me. Well, yeah, bitch, he was in his house at 6.30 in the morning, and y'all woke his ass up. He wondering, what the fuck y'all doing here? He didn't know the fuck you was. Why the fuck you in his house? Nigga, if I just woke up out of, look, 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 my father, 
who I talk about a lot on the show, y'all have to understand, I'm putting this motherfucker down. Y'all have to understand something about my father. My father has threatened me more than once with bodily harm. Not because he wanted to hurt me. Yes, I'm wearing my booty old shirt today because we need some positivity, but I got to get this nigga straight first. Y'all give me a second, then we'll be a little bit more positive in this bitch. Now, but Chris Brown, my, like I said, my father, he warned me anytime I left the house, nigga, you better let me know when you coming home so then I can know that your ass is coming here so I don't shoot your ass when you show up to my house unannounced, okay? You couldn't show up to my father's house unannounced. If you showed up to my dad's house unannounced, there was a 97.865% chance of your ass getting shot. That's just the way shit went. If my father was home and he didn't know your ass was coming, you better call the fucking ahead, smoke signal, something. You can't show up to this nigga house and not be in fear of your fucking life, okay? That's my dad. That's just the way he is. That's the way he has always been, okay? So you know going to this nigga house, if you go to this nigga house and you ain't announced yourself, some shit going to pop off. Chris Brown didn't tell these niggas that when you show up at my motherfucking house at 4.30 in the morning making quote-unquote jewelry transactions, where did this fuckery come from? Nigga, if you selling jewelry at my house this early in the morning and I ain't awake, wait, that's going too far. We got to reel that back in for a second. Nigga, if you at my house at 4 a.m. for any motherfucking reason, And I don't know it. I didn't slept through it. Fuck you. See, let me tell See, I got to rhyme that back. Because I ain't dumb enough to let no shit like that happen, Christopher. Good God. You a fucking celebrity. You a millionaire. You hanging out with bitch niggas like Ray J. Yes, I said bitch niggas. Because this motherfucker is always... Look, 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 look. Anytime you with a nigga that's always suspect of shit, your ass ought to be suspecting his ass 24-7. His ass has come up in some suspect shit. Yep, I said it. Y'all can tell him I said it. I give two fucks. One to none and the other one to give. Them the two fucks I got to not give. There they go. One, two. There it is. But this nigga got, so wait, wait, wait. We at four, between four and seven in the morning, this is about the time the shit had to been popping off if it didn't roll over from the night before. Your ass got niggas in your house with jewelry, jewelry, and bitches that you didn't even know was there. And apparently, from what I've been seeing from TMZ reports and other news outlets, is now this bitch was wanted for grand larceny in New York this bitch was a shoplifter, thief, all this shit. But now, magically, she's on the news. Oh, Chris Brown put a gun to my head. Bitch, you a known thief in my house at 4 o'clock in the morning. You lucky you was at Chris Brown's house. Because like I told you about that nigga earlier, my old man, your ass would have been shot. 
And then there wouldn't have been no question. There wouldn't have been no interviews. There wouldn't have been no conference calls. Wouldn't nobody had no qu- lady shot at nigga's house because she shouldn't have been there. And in other news, that would have been it. Motherfucker, you'd have been a side note. I'm from Houston, goddamn Texas. We don't play that way, baby. I don't know what the fuck they do in Georgia, California. Where that nigga from, where Chris Brown from, Virginia. I don't know what they, but but in Ace Town, Texas, you come in my motherfucking spot the wrong way, your ass is grass. I think some of us need to start employing some employing some of that goddamn knowledge on that. And I'm just being real. Thank you for the hearts on that, y'all. But I'm, I'm being honest. You know, you and this nigga house at, at, at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, this motherfucker getting woke up to police helicopters flying over his house. He don't know what the fuck, and I'm sorry, that nigga looked like he just woke up and did not know what the fuck was going on. He had no clue. Nigga, and I say that nicely, nigga, you need to get your shit together, my nigga. You need to reassess. Like I told Cat Williams, I'm going to tell Chris Brown. You need to assess the niggas that you hanging out with, particularly motherfuckers like Ray J. Why are you with this nigga? What is his purpose? What is he there for? Ray J is about good for one goddamn thing, singing a hook. If his ass ain't there to sing a hook, he ain't got no business fucking being there. Not to hang out, not to kick it, not to stroll. No. That nigga got to go. And with shit like this popping off, my nigga, you need to assess everybody in your crew that let bitch niggas into your shit. Just being honest. Somebody got to tell him. Because this young man, and, and because I, and I say that to say this. In the last two and a half months, we done had two cases of bullshit pop off concerning celebrities. I talked about this last month. Uh, well, a uh, month before last in July about uh, Dr. Dre. When Dr. Dre had a motherfucker sitting in his yard, my nigga, in his driveway on his property, talking shit. Being somewhere his ass didn't have nowhere to be. And before the day was over with, Dre end up in motherfucking handcuffs. Are you serious? Chris Brown had a thieving ass bitch in his house that probably picked that damn jury up because she don't know no fucking better. Somebody put a gun in that hoe's head because she shouldn't have been there stealing shit. And from what my understanding is, look, 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 look. If I'm saying something wrong, y'all always know, call me out about it. But the reports I'm hearing, the reports I've been hearing, is saying that that bitch tried to steal the fucking jewelry. And that's the reason why that nigga put a gun on her fucking head. And if that's the case, and you in my house, like I said before, what I told you about Pop. Pop ain't going to give you no warning. He ain't going to put a gun in your head. He going to shoot your ass. That's what H-Town... That's the difference, I think, between Texas, California, Virginia. I, I always remember when I was young and I was in high school, when they used to have all the East Coast and West Coast beefs, you never heard that shit pop off in Houston. You never heard that shit pop off in New Orleans. You always heard that shit about New York, L.A., New York, L.A. But for whenever them niggas from New York and whenever them niggas from L.A. came to H-Town, they asses knew to act right. So it must be a different breed of nigga coming out of Texas. I don't know. But I don't have motherfuckers in my house at 4.35 o'clock in the morning. If you ain't there, if you in my house awake at 4.35 o'clock in the morning and you ain't my child or, or someone of, of, of a relative nature, 
and you not sucking my dick, you have no reason to possibly be there. There's just no fucking reason. I, I, I don't I don't kick it with niggas like that. I used to do that shit when I was younger. Shit, I used to go to parties and wouldn't show up till I go to a party on Saturday and wouldn't show up at home till Tuesday. I ain't shit. That's God honest truth. I remember one night I got so goddamn drunk. We drove from Bryan, Texas to Bay uh what was the name of that fucking town? Not Baytown. Uh anyway, one of them fucking Caesar or towns or whatever out there. Bay City. That's what it was. Bay City, Texas. Shout out to anybody from Bay City, Texas. That's a small-ass motherfucking town. I ain't been there since 1998, but I'm pretty sure it's still a small-ass town. We drove to Bay City, Texas, and I got shit-faced, plastered, drunk. Nigga, I was so goddamn drunk. We went to the bar, and I'm sitting here dancing, supposed to be dancing with this girl, but instead of dancing with this girl, my drunk ass and put my head up under this bitch's skirt. And, I mean, we are on the dance floor. I'm glad I kind of caught her just coming into the club, and she may have, you know, showered and everything because, you know, pussy kind of smelled like, you know, roses and happiness. You know, I could have found love and tenderness just by, you know, I'd have snorted a line of coke off the front of her panties. That shit was wonderful. It was a great evening, you know, just being under there for that whole 35 seconds under her dress. Well, she let me be. She didn't mind me being under the motherfucker. Then I fucked around and got cock-blocked by a bitch that wanted to fuck. We go to her house, and her nigga show up. So not only did I got cock-blocked by a bitch that I couldn't fuck, then I couldn't find a bitch that I could have fucked, so I just passed out in my own puke and woke up and went home the next morning. See, when you got real, but, but you know what? Through all of that, through everything that happened in that situation, you want to know the one thing that didn't happen? I didn't have the police at my hotel room the next morning because I had some niggas around me doing some stupid shit. You know what didn't happen? I didn't have my ass fuck around having some crazy-ass chick on the news telling fucking news stories about my ignorant ass because I didn't done something stupid because this bitch shouldn't have never been in my house in the fucking first place. She ain't no fucking business being there. What the hell? I'd have called trespassing on all of them motherfuckers and everybody went to jail. But that's just me. You a nigga in my house selling jewelry that early in the motherfucking morning. I know something. And I ain't getting a cut. Fuck you. Shit. Nigga, only thing your ass better be selling in this motherfucker is a clue and you better have a receipt for yourself, motherfucker. Because you probably need it. Hell. Chris goddamn Brown. What? Ugh. I... I know he's young. I know he's dumb. I, I get that 100%. I know they, they got to learn. I had to learn. Shit. I didn't. Now, don't get me wrong. I said that I didn't have police show up to my hotel room that particular morning. However, I have had a few run-ins with the police that it was some shit that may have been my fault. It may have been some shit that wasn't my fault. And then usually my situations, as the reason why I'm sitting here, is, and once again, as on one of my previous shows, The Reality of White Privilege, if you go check that show out, you'll find out why I'm sitting here, because I don't feel like going into the fucking details right now. Uh, that shit's already been in print, so fuck it. So, but nonetheless, Chris Brown's ignorant ass didn't have no business having niggas like Ray J in his house that early in the fucking morning. Now, this bitch didn't turn out to be a goddamn, you know, she the fucking Pink Panther and shit. She didn't rob every goddamn body. And his ass still sitting in jail. No, well, let me rephrase. He is out on $500,000 bond. Simply for having dumb motherfuckers in your house. Pull it together, my nigga. 
pull that shit together. Goddamn, it ain't fucking worth it. And in other news, as I told everybody on Facebook the other day, and I mentioned this on my page on Facebook, that we was going in about, I I was going to have to revisit the Colin Kaepernick situation again. I didn't want to, but I'm going to have to revisit the Colin Kaepernick situation again because of the way some shit went down this week with not all of the people that's been going against him, not all of the people, not in reference to all of the people that are for him. This is actually in reference to one particular person that has pissed me off. And I actually did some research on this shit before I decided to go in on her. Uh, because I wanted to make sure this bitch was, it wasn't just being stupid on one occasion. I like to find out and make sure motherfuckers ain't being, if you, if, if they have a multitude of being stupid, then I want to make sure that it's not just one stupid situation, you know, before I come jumping down their ass. And I actually found multiple situations of this is bitches just complete and total ignorance and devout fuckery. Okay. Let me tell you something right now. Some of you conservative Christians make it hard for niggas to ever want to be Christians again because if you, if your ass is deciphering out of the same book that I'm reading that your ass is reading with the bullshit the child and came up with from time to time, maybe that ain't the book for me. Y'all can call me wrong. But I'm being honest. Shit. I'm being very fucking honest because here's the problem, folks. The young lady's name is Tommy Lauren or Tommy Loren. Like I said, I told you I was going to talk about this on Facebook. I was going to actually do a separate show about it. I'm going to keep it on it, keep it on here right now. You know what I'm talking about? So y'all enjoy this because it's about to go down. As I told you, I wanted to bring in the power of positivity for those that don't know and just arrived to watching the show. I'm like I said, I'm zoom. I'm doing this live. For those wondering, why, who the hell are you talking to, Joe? Shut up, bitch. I'm talking to the people on the goddamn feed. Quit questioning me. Um, and I'm showing everybody that I do have on my booty old shirt today. Uh, booty O's, they make sure you ain't booty. Those who don't know who booty O's is. Nigga, uh, watch WWE and become cultured. Goddamn, WWE is wonderful. And if you can come find a lot of culture and... and <laughs> <laughs> Let me quit playing. Ain't no damn culture in WWE. Just crazy motherfuckers. But yes, uh, I wore this shirt because we need some positivity. So I'm going to go in on this bitch, but we're going to go in on another approach. Okay? Because I heard this poor girl get slaughtered on YouTube by, uh, God damn it. I just watched that video this morning, this morning, this morning. Oh, my God. But nonetheless, everybody has been slaughtering this poor girl on the Internet. Now, I mean, it's been more than just one person. But in particular, there's been a lot of people that have been going in on this poor girl. Let me explain to you why. She's a 24-year-old uh, grad student, a 21-year-old graduate uh, from UNLV, she grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood, went to a predominantly white school, blase, 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 ain't never really been through nothing in her life. For me, if you're going to commentate about social issues, you got to have come from somewhere because that's the only way you're going to be able to know what's real and what ain't, okay? For those, you know, check out previous shows. I've been on drugs before. I've been on cocaine before. I've seen people on meth. I've seen the effects of, 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 of heroin and what, you know, 
watching a motherfucker pushing a possum down down the street in a grocery basket in the ghetto and shit. Not that he was going to eat the fucking possum, just because the nigga was in the, just because the, the possum needed a ride. The crackhead thought the possum had some money, so he gave the nigga a ride to his destination. When he dropped him off, he was pissed because the crack, the uh, possum didn't have no money. <laughs> I don't know, really know the fucking story of why this nigga had a possum in a grocery basket, but I'm telling you, the shit happened. You want to know why? Because that motherfucker was a crackhead. That's why. He made bad decisions in his life. Okay? You can come back from bad decisions. But what gets me is when a person throws opinion and never have experienced what a person goes through. Let me tell you what I mean by Tommy Lauren. Tommy Lauren dogged Colin Kaepernick. For those that don't know, Colin Kaepernick has made took the decision upon himself to not stand for the national anthem because he is wanting to use this as a catalyst to protest um, the uh, a lot of the killings and 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 mismanagement of police um, departments all over the United States. It, it, you know, this ain't just a singular police department that he's doing this for. He's not even referencing in particular to the police department in San Francisco, who has their own motherfucking problems, but then turned around and threw an agenda on him by saying that he needed to apologize to them. You know, like I told y'all the other day, it is Colin Kaepernick's right, Colin Kaepernick's right as an American citizen to protest. It is not nobody's right to burn down a motherfucking building. It is not nobody's right to set a nigga's car on fire. It is not nobody's right to set a gas station on fire. It is not nobody's right to kick somebody's ass in the street just because you pissed off. It's not somebody's right to shoot your gun and all this other shit because you mad and you want to protest. That ain't protesting. How many times you got, what picture you seen of Martin Luther King with a gun in the street protesting? What picture have you seen of Martin Luther King in the street setting cars on fire? Colin is trying to do something peaceful. And what got me, what struck me, what threw me for a fucking loop was when these motherfuckers sat here and attacked him for having a peaceful protest. Now, like I said before, this is his right. So y'all's argument is redundant because you're trying to block him from expressing what he has the right to ex express in a peaceful way. He ain't hurting nobody. He ain't killing nobody. You understand what I'm saying? You, you hear me with your heart, not your ears. He ain't hurting nobody. So to hear people dog on him about this is silly. But the reason why I am particularly pointing at Tommy Lauren, no, I didn't forget you, bitch. The reason why I'm pointing particularly at Tommy Lauren is simply put, this chick has a whole system around her that is fucked up in every which way but one. First of all, for those that don't know, Tommy Lauren works for Blaze, um, uh, the Blaze. They are a uh, conservative uh, news outlet um, sponsored and managed by Glenn Beck, who used to be one of the biggest assholes on Fox News. But Glenn Beck, he don't, he needed another platform to spread the bullshit that he believes, which is opinion, you know? So he gets this nice looking girl, Tommy Lauren, to express these opinions. Here's my problem with the expressions of certain opinions. 
if you haven't lived that life, how do you know? It's hard for me to understand and comprehend how she can sit here and talk about black people's struggles and she ain't black. If you ain't even fucking a nigga, you have no place to talk about what niggas go through. Stop. Stop, stop, goddammit, stop. All of you. All of y'all need to cut this shit out. If your ass ain't white living in the ghetto, shut the hell up. You don't know what black people go through. Okay? You don't. Sorry. You just don't. There is a difference between the ghetto and the trailer park every day of the week. Okay? There is a huge, huge fucking difference. It's definitely different from the projects to the penthouse. She been penthouse most of her life. She ain't seen project life. She don't know what real niggas go through on a regular fucking basis. She don't know what, what, what people go through, poor people, in a regular basis. Not just black. She don't know nothing about that. And she didn't comment on that shit, too. But with Tommy, I want to bring another approach. Because for some reason or another, I think somebody has maybe hurt this girl. Maybe, you know, uh, somebody, a black dude accidentally ran over her kitten or some shit. I don't know. But she got a real bad attitude when it comes to talking about black issues. And I just think she needs to stop. She just don't need to go there. You can talk about anything else. She loves talking about Obama. Talk about him. But leave real nigga shit to real nigga because your ass ain't no real nigga and your ass ain't got no real fucking clue of what's going on. Nowhere near. I'm sorry to say it, but it's true. And you can take it from me. I assure you, your ass don't know. But we're going to be positive. We're going to spread some positivity on this fucker. I said I'm skeeting positivity all over this motherfucker, and that's what we're going to do. And the way we're going to do it is this. I want to take some of that hatred and turn it into love for each other. Because, see, right now, there's a lot of separatist actions that have been taking place in the media. They've been taking place in jobs. They've been taking place in a lot of different situations all over this country. Okay? I've said it before. I support Black Lives Matter as far as what they stand for, but I don't support them because they, in, in light of everything they stand for, because they don't stand for black folks. Show me where Black Lives Matter and showed up in Chicago, and I'll show you where I'm impressed. Show me where Black Lives Matter and showed up in Third Ward, Houston, Texas, and I will show you I am impressed. But until I see that, I really can't say I'm impressed with what they've done. They've done good things, but they can do a lot more. And I hope they plan on doing a lot more. But what we need, folks, is unity. We need unity, U-N-I-T-Y. Yes, we need fucking unity. We need to stop all this separate shit. Look, I don't like being separate. I'm married to a white woman. How the fuck can I just say Black Lives Matter? I'm raising a black man in America. How can I say that just his life matters? I can't, because I also have my stepdaughters, half black, half white. To Tommy Sotomayor that loves dogging on black women, I got a message for your punk ass. And this ain't going to be positive. You can eat, eat a dick and die, nigga. Because uh, me and you, we got uh, 
business. And just to let you know, it will be coming out. But right now, I'm focusing on Tommy Loren, not Tommy Sotomayor. I'll deal with that nigga later. But what I want to start talking about and what I want to hear is people start talking about how we can come together. I heard about in Louisiana how the people came together during the floods and during the storms and they worked together to make change and to make things better for each other. Here in Oklahoma, when the tornadoes happened um, in 2012 and, and all of that destruction, you, I mean, 2013, you wouldn't believe how many people and how many folks came together and grasped the knowledge that if we work together, we can get through, we can build, we can rebuild, we can do more. You understand what I'm saying? There's terrible things that happens in this country, and it's always when those things happen that unity starts to build. But then after the 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 destruction has been cleared, after the, the, the cleanup efforts are done, after life goes back to normal, we fuck around and still make things worse because we go back into this separate form. Why? Why are we there just to help each other instead of love one another? What's the problem with that? I don't get it. Why is there 14 different religions for the same damn book? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. And, 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 and for the life of me, we live in a country that is called the United, United States. Key word, United but every time you read the fucking newspaper, every time you look at the news, every time you read some shit on the internet, there's constant shit out there trying to make us separate. Why? What is it worth? Being separate don't help nobody. I've been watching this show on uh, Netflix from AMC called Hell on Wheels. And if anybody's seen Hell on Wheels, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's a damn good show. It, it tells the story of history. Uh, it tells the story about the United Pacific, uh, Union Pacific Railroad being built in the U.S. And, and, and the main characters, the two main characters are Colin Bohannon, that plays by uh, Anson Mount, and um, Elam Ferguson, who was paid by Common. A former slave owner who is Cullen and a former slave who was Elam become best friends. They argue, they fight a lot. They get like in a real, real big, big, huge, like beat the shit out of each other fight. And yet and still, at the end of the day, they were best friends. And the show is powerful because the biggest thing they show on the show and they talk about is how in this country where separation was the biggest thing back in those times, looking at 1864 to 1872, this was right when slavery was ending and, and, and life in the U.S. was trying to start growing and this country was trying to start becoming that, that in starting that mold to the Industrial Revolution that, you know, it was people that came together to get this done, black people and white people, okay, you had all sorts of races and colors and creeds out for one goal, and that is to make this country into what it is now. People came together and sacrificed their lives together to build this country. 
and yet you sit here and tell me you have the nerve and audacity to hear in 2016 to still be trying to practice separatist acts. Stop. It's not fun anymore. It's not fun. I'm sorry. I don't want to feel like I can't go hang out with my homeboy, Reggie, who live out in H-Town, and can't kick it with him because he's separated, you know, he's supposed to be over here because he's white. Yes, his name is Reggie. I shit you not. The nigga name is Reggie. And he is white. And I love him to death. That's my, that's, I, I, I am Elam to his cullen. Okay? That's my dog. We've been best friends for many years. Good, good buddies. Treat him like a brother. And, and, and we dealt with, with, with racial tension because there, there were people who looked at me funny because I hung out with him. There was people who looked at him funny because he hung out with me. But at the end of the day, we still walked off giving two fucks, none, about what anybody thought. You feel me? That was my best friend. That's my homeboy to this day. Ace, boom, motherfucking coon. He needed, I got him. That's my dog. Okay? There is no separation between us and there never will be. I respect him for who he is as a man. He respects me for who I am. And it's always been that way. That's another thing that's missing in this whole equation. Respect. What happened to it? Where is it gone? Why do we have to dog people because they say they have a problem? Nowadays, everybody say they, somebody say they got a problem. Everybody want to say, oh, suck it up. Quit being a little bitch. It ain't that easy, bitch. Sit your ass down. Some people got some real fucking shit going on, and they need to talk about it. Then when they talk about it, then maybe then they can blow it the fuck off. But don't sit there and tell them that, oh, no, don't worry about it, nigga. You be all right. No, stop that shit. You a fucking hater. Cut it out. Stop that shit. It's not cute no more. It's not funny. It's not fun. Okay? I told you. I've been called a nigga. I've been called a nigger. Nigger. Twice in the last month. You think I'm mad about it? Nah. I'm practicing forgiveness. It took me a while to get here, but I am. Okay? Now, am I going to sit here and try to be buddy-buddy and chummy with this person? Hell no. Stay where you at and I'll stay in mine. But in the same breath and in the same light, I'm not going, if, if a person came to me and needed, needed help, needed understanding, needed guidance, I'll be there for you. I will. That's how I am. That's how we are at the Joe Moffat Show. We have to spread positivity to get away from this negativity. That's why I'm a six foot one, 300 pound nigga with a big ass 5X t shirt with three other niggas with unicorns on their heads. I don't give a fuck. I bought this shirt strictly so my son could giggle his head off when he saw me in it. That's real. I'm a dad. I'll never teach my children to, to separate themselves. And, and, and to look down on people just because of what people have done to me. Bullshit. That's bad parenting. Stop it. It's not worth it. Do better. Be better.
You do that, you'll start seeing change. But we won't never get changed as long as we keep staying in the same shit. We changed in the 70s because the world started blending. The, the country started molding and, and building that foundation. And now there are people that's trying to build that, take that foundation of unity and spread it apart. We can't have that. We got to do better, folks. That's all we got is better. To the Tommy Lorenz in the world, honey, spread your, spread your message any way you please, but it will not stand, it will not build. There are people like me and many others, particularly those in the Pardon Family clique. Anybody looking for good podcasts, check out the hashtag Pardon Family on Twitter. You will find some great shows just like mine. It's a group of us. I don't know these people from Adam. I ain't never met not one of them in, in life, in, in real life, shaking their hand. But they have helped me build my show and make it very popular than where it was last year. When I had 5, 10, 15 plays episode, uh-uh. I get that in an hour. All because of people that choose to support me because they're just being nice and wonderful. So I appreciate everybody at the Pardon family. That's unity, folks. They help me, I help them. Okay? That's unity, folks. Mike Jolie, Just in Time, Hippie Pixie, all of you guys. Love you guys. Love everybody that's helped promote my show. Harris Wells, Kelly Aragoni. I love all you guys, man. All my new followers, all the people that's learning about the show right now, all of the people sitting here watching me on Live.me's app, I love all you guys, every one of you. I don't even know you. You might be the biggest hater in the world. Until you piss me off, I don't know no different. But right now, I cut for you. Thank you for being here. I got 40 people watching me right now. And I'm loving every second of it. By the way, the show won't post until tonight at 7. That's what our usual posting time for new folks that are checking this out. It will be posted. I might post it early. I don't know shit. Like I said, I'm unemployed. I do whatever the fuck I want now. This is my job until I find a new job. So there it is. But my, my point here, ladies and gentlemen, is real simple. Until we start practicing love and defeat these people that's trying to bring all this hatred, we ain't going to never see change. It ain't going to never get better, y'all. It ain't going to never get the way it can be. It ain't going to never. I got people asking me. I had somebody tell me uh, not too long ago how they were shocked when they found out I was married to a white woman. Why? Why? Other than seeing my son, why would that shock you? And I say that because my son's mother is black. So when people see my son with my wife, it's like they know. <laughs> they know <laughs> that he ain't hers. But what they don't know, and I may tell this story one day on stage so you niggas can pay for this. You got to pay for this story. This is one of the stories you got to pay for, folks. Sorry. But what they don't know is my wife has been in his life before his life even began. My wife has been a part of his life. She was with me the day he was born. And she'd been helping and supporting me support him every step of every day of his natural born life. That's what people don't know about my wife. That's the real deal Holyfield right there, folks. 
But yet, so it shocks me when, when people are shocked that I'm 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 married to, to this woman. And even if I was married to a black woman, married if I was married to a Puerto Rican woman, married if I was married to a Chinese woman, it shouldn't fucking matter what the fuck her race is. Long as she give a fuck about me, that's all that matters. That's where my two fucks go. My wife and my kids. Everybody else don't get shit. That's just real. Y'all, hey, you gonna learn me today, baby. Shit. And I'm just, I'm keeping it 100 with you. Because at the end of the day, I care about those that care about themselves. I can't sit here and love you more than you love you. That's redundant. You just can't do it. I care about people to a point and to an extent. If you choose to be a fuck up, be a fuck up. Be good at it, though. Don't be like, don't be a fuck up and, and be like the type of fuck up that, you know, is like, like for example, be with the type of fuck up that fall and shit and don't wash it off. Why you do what, huh? I know motherfuckers that step in shit and walk around in shit all day long. I just walk around without my shoes. Why? Because I don't want to spread shit all over the world. Why? Silly shit. <laughs> Stupid shit. Absolute fuckeries that make no fucking sense. Ladies and gentlemen, this world is changing. We are growing into a whole nother foundation and there's people trying to stop it because once again, that unity has taken place. But it's all on us to keep it going. We can't stop now. We got to keep it going. And we got to keep that train rolling more and more and more and more. And once you keep it rolling, once you keep that train going, baby, you will see progress. You will see change. You will see things get better than you could have ever believed. But until we reach that point, we will get nowhere. We will keep being in the same spots that we are in. We want that train on the tracks, just like on Hell on Wheels. We want that train on the tracks moving forward to push progress, to push for change, to push for excellence. People quit teaching your children racism when you know good and hell well it ain't nothing but ignorance. Teach them why the world is the way it is. Teach them, teach them how goodness and kindness can, could have been the difference between life and bullshit. Y'all know me. I said quick, fast, and hurry. Hurry if somebody got life and bullshit confused. And I'm sorry to say it, Tommy Loren, honey, you got life and bullshit confused. You need to get your shit together. You need to go live life. You're only 24 years old, darling. Your ass ain't lived life yet. If you ain't had a drug problem, if you ain't had an alcohol problem, if you ain't had a drink, your ass ain't lived life. If you ain't never went out to a barber foe and stuck your head up somebody's dress, you ain't lived life. If you ain't got so drunk at a bar and jumped your ass in the flower bed outside the bar and say anybody want their pussy, Anybody want they pussy, come see me. You ain't lived life before. That's living. Fucking up. Having a good time. Learning from your mistakes. That's living. You sitting here in a goddamn studio at 24 years old building hatred will get you nowhere. All of your looks will go away and fade because that hatred will eat away at all that makeup and make you a wrinkly, old, shriveled up bitch because you're going to sit here mad as hell at the world all the time. And why would a person want to live like that? What is that worth? Hatred lead to dry pussy. Dry pussy ain't fun. You don't want to walk around with a dry pussy all day long. Your pussy lips rubbing together, feeling like sandpaper and shit. That ain't cute. Your ass wearing a squirt, but every, but every time you walk in the room, somebody hears, that's your lips dry as fuck. Lighten up. 
What the fuck? What the hell is so? I ain't never seen a person 24 years old filled with so much hatred. Why? Because of opinion? Go out and live life and you'll see facts. To all these folks that's like, like the Tommy Sotomayor's of the world. <laughs> Y'all don't listen to that motherfucker, man. That's another one that's spreading hatred. But I ain't going to get in on his ass today. I got a little more research to do on him. And then his ass going to be mine as well. But, but Tommy, honey, I, I say this to you as a father. I say this to you as a man. I say this to you as an individual. And I say this to you as a human being. You need to go out in the world and learn about the world. You need to get out that fucking studio and you need to go around and you need to talk to people and you need to go to Louisiana. Go to Lake Charles, Louisiana and stay for about a week. And tell me how your complexion of the landscape of what you see and perceive as black America won't change. Go down to New Orleans. Go over to Shreveport. Go on over there down there to, 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 to Biloxi, Mississippi. And tell me your complexion of what you see of black folks won't change like that. I mentioned Lake Charles because that's one of my hometowns. The first time I took my wife to Lake Charles and we actually were, were there for a time period, she got treated like a queen just because she was with me. She never experienced anything like that before. And she's been aching to go back ever since. Folks, but 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 yeah, young lady, you really need to 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 step out of there. Give that spot to hatred to some old 70, 80 year old motherfucker that's been wronged by more than probably been wronged by so many niggas that he don't give two fucks and just can talk shit. But don't you sit there 24 years old and live your life built on hatred and disgust. That's bullshit. You don't want people, you 24 years old, you got grown-ass men calling you a worthless, low-down, big-head, buck-tooth bitch. Why the fuck do you want to live your life like that? You got motherfuckers calling you a low-down, dirty, once-a-month, bleeding bitch. Why do you want to live your life like that, honey? That ain't fun. You 24 years old. Go fuck up a little bit. Go have a good time. Goddamn, go to rehab. It's cute. It's a nice little vacation spot. You ain't got to do shit. No outdoor activities. You can lay on a cot and just kick back and relax. Live life. I ain't saying you got to go out and be a fuck up, but live life before you live before you live your life off a of bullshit opinion. I say that to anybody. If you sitting here living your life off opinion and you ain't never lived before, go live life. Do more than what you're doing now because right now your ass ain't doing nothing but become a hatred-filled, vengeful person, and that shit will get you nowhere but a heart attack or a hemorrhoid. I didn't had hemorrhoids. They hurt like fuck. I don't like hemorrhoids. So I'm not going to live my life like I want hemorrhoids all the time, which means I'm not going to live my life running around spreading hatred all the goddamn time. You got to stop that shit, folks. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Be better than that. Be better than what you ever could have thought you could have been, and then I'm telling you, you always will do more. But it's all on you, folks. It's all on you. It's on us. I can't just say you. It's on us, me included. I almost got pulled into the bowels of hatred last week, and I, I had to pull myself back because I'm better than that. Now, I'm sitting here and done three shows, 
I'm picking up more people. I got this live feed running on live.me, and I'm doing a whole lot of motherfucking shit better than what I was doing before. So right now, I'm considering it all as a blessing. I'm not going to consider this hatred. I'm not going to sit there and keep hating on somebody just because they hurt me. That's fine. I forgive them and move on because we got better shit to do. Okay? Thank you, everyone, that has listened to today's show. I appreciate all of you. I'm going to give a couple of shout-outs real quick. Now, these ain't none of the show. Let me see. Uh, Freaky Fred Creek. What's going on, boss? Teen Rose. I am a big fan of you. Thank you, darling. I am a big fan of yours, too. Um, also, let me jump out here to our Twitter feed. Uh, actually, no. We're going to go to Safari, and I'm going to go give some shout-outs to some folks that's been jamming the shows the last couple of weeks. Thank you guys again, keeping me in double digits all week long. Um, Dan Jensen Show, Just in Time Podcast, Hippie Pixie, Jazz Greer, uh, Jeremy Anderson, Amy Hunter, how are you doing? Buds, Beers, and Brutality, Brendan being Brendan, Kay Boykins, Late Drinkers, Mario Gonzalez, NTA, The Maggie Thump Show, Gantz, Early Party Radio, The Russell McClain Show, Classes, Classic Smashics. The John Effects Podcast, Mitchie931, and everyone in cities like El Mirage, Arizona, uh, Ashburn, Virginia, Merrimack, New Hampshire, Springfield, Missouri, Belvedere, Illinois, Mexico, Missouri, Omaha, Nebraska, right here at home, Enid, Oklahoma, back home in H-Town, Houston, Texas, Toledo, Ohio, all over the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. When I say all over the world, I mean Santa Cruz, Trinidad, and Tobago, and La Hope, um, Belgium, as well as Calgary, Canada. Y'all checking out the Joe Moffat Show. I appreciate you all. Thank you very much for the love that I have given you all. I appreciate the love that you have given me. I love when y'all spread all y'all love all over me. I love it when you let me spread it all back. Because that's what we're here for, baby, at the Joe Moffat Show. Last but not least, um, one final thought that I wanted to mention. Um, it is Labor Day weekend. And um, I know that there's a lot of people that do a lot of drinking and a lot of partying and, and everybody's going to have a good time. Let's just keep in mind that Monday morning will come, Tuesday morning will come, Wednesday morning will come, the next day will arrive. Try your best to be a part of it and don't get yourself hurt doing stupid shit. Your ass don't think you can drive. Get the fuck out the car. This is your public service announcement from the number one public service nigga here, Mr. Joe Moffat of the Joe Moffat Show. If your ass is drunk, sit the fuck down and call Uber. But don't be sitting here driving around drunk, you dumb motherfucker. Go to the house in a cab or walk. No, don't walk. That'll get you a P.I. That ain't fun. Call Uber. Call somebody. But don't get behind the wheel of a car and possibly kill yourself and somebody else. That shit ain't worth it. We got better shit to do and more stuff to do to build us together, not separate us apart, and that we don't need to have that. Your ass, get a guy, call a cab, call somebody to help your ass out. All right? And on that note, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. Everybody that watched on the live.me app, thank you, thank you, thank you. To all of you, I appreciate you. Um, we may not do another show this week unless some crazy shit pop off. If some crazy shit pop off, I will do a break-in and just post that shit out, and, and I will post it to let everybody know my thoughts on it and, and things from there. But other than that, everybody, please have a safe and happy Labor Day weekend, 
and I will see you guys next week. Thank you all. Peace and love. Love your neighbor. Love thine self. And if you don't love yourself, start with masturbation. That's the best way to start with loving yourself is touching yourself. I say that in good faith and in kind. Thank you all again for listening to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am Joe Moffitt. Thank you again. Stay blessed.